What's going on, everybody? My name is Ernie Fuentes, and you're listening to the Cool Ernie Podcast. Uh, it's good to be back. And um, again, just like last time, I decided to kind of organize today's podcast. And last time, I mentioned that we were going to do something controversial, that we were going to go into um, something that was just just crazy controversial Something was going to blow your mind. And that was immigration, because you know, immigration is really controversial. You can ask 10 people how they feel about immigration. 10 people are going to tell you 10 different things, and some of them may even get argumentative. So um, I was ready to do that, and I realized that I had already done a show on immigration, which was actually called Welcome to America. If you haven't heard it, go back on the archives and you know wherever you listen to your podcasts on Cool Learning Podcasts and you can pick it up. It's called Welcome to America. And it was about um, you know the whole situation with immigration and how I felt about immigration and um, you know people that are here illegally. So I was thinking, I said, well, what else can we do that's really controversial? What else? I mean, I you know, one of the shows that I had planned was to do on guns. Uh, uh, some of you may know that that I am a gun lover. I believe in the Second Amendment. You know, I have weapons all over my house. So um, I thought that would be because guns is always a controversial subject, too. You know, there's people that don't even want to touch a gun. There's people that believe that you should have a pistol that are not maybe not gun fanatics, but they, hey, I'm good with having a gun in my house. Uh, and, you know, there's other people that don't want weapons at all for citizens. So, you know, it's always it's always a fun topic. But um, I'm going to leave that for another day. What we're going to talk about today is the election. What is more controversial than that? The election. Who do we got? We, you know, we got uh, we got Darth Vader, President Darth Vader and uh, against, uh, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Biden and um, each of them bringing their own, um, you know, pluses and minuses to the table. Um, now, I'll make it very, very clear on the onset um, that I am a Republican. I've always been a Republican since I was 18 years old. And the person at the courthouse said, what party do you want to be affiliated? I said, I said, Republican. I'm a conservative. I've always has been. I believe in conservative uh, mentality and their guidelines and uh, theory and you name it. I'm not a Democrat hater, you know, by no means. Um, my wife is a Democrat. Definitely don't hate her. Um, I have a lot of friends that are Democrat. Don't hate them. Uh, everybody, you know, that's the, the, the great thing about this country that you we all are entitled to our opinions. And we all are entitled to freedom of speech. And because of the fact that I am a constitutionalist at heart, I really believe that. I, you know, I say, hey, you know what? I may not believe in what you say and I may, I may have a different opinion, but hey, you have the right to express your, your feelings. And I stand by that 100%. But I wanted to make that clear because... Um, I don't want anybody to get any, any ideas while I'm t 
talking about on this podcast. I don't want anybody to get any, oh, he meant this or he didn't mean that. The other thing that I want to put out there is um, I'm not a, a Trump lover. I'm okay with President Trump. Um, I don't like his style. I don't like the fact that he's definitely not presidential. But I do see some things that he does adhere to Republican guidelines, which is, of course, you know, less government um, and more control to the states. And and a few other things, too, that that are, you know, that run concurrent with 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 uh, Republican ideals. But it's not like, hey, you know, you're not going to see me with my MAGA hat and uh, in a big red Trump shirt. It ain't happening. Just not me, even though I am a Republican. Uh, Biden, you know, Biden seems like a great person. I mean, of course, he has he has his um, skeletons in his closet, just like President Trump has his skeletons, you know, with with the situation with his son and, and, you know, a few other things that, you know, I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing on CNN and the news and MSNBC and all the other news outlets. But uh, when you look at the core uh, beliefs of each person, you know, one person is definitely, hey, you know, I'm pro-business, I'm pro, uh, pro, you know, yourself, you know, uh, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. I- I'm not here to give you anything free. And then, of course, you have the other side, which is, um, hey, I, I want to do this free. and I want to give that free and I want to, you know, help. And-, and it's not to say that those are bad things. It- it's just like I said, it's and, and they may have their place. It's-, it's just like I said, it's just not part of my ideals. But uh, what I did like about Biden is I and I've mentioned this to very uh, a whole bunch of people is that in my opinion he knows pain and um and i think somebody that knows pain uh always makes a good leader if if you're a person that has suffered in your life um that gives you that gives you a perspective that other people that haven't suffered in their life know it's the same way like you know until you've been a parent, you don't know what it is to parent children. So unless you've actually taken care of a of a baby or a child, you don't know what it is to not do that. You you can't just walk up and say to a parent, hey, that's easy. Well, you know, try it and then tell me if it's easy. You know, take care of a child for a month or two and then come back to me and let me know what experience you had. And it's the same thing with, with, I think, leadership. I think if you know pain, um, you know, you're, you're going to have a different perspective. And Biden definitely knows pain. You know, the fact that he lost his wife, he, he lost, I think, two of his children. On top of that, he also lost his son to a horrible illness. Um, you know, it, definitely he can relate to people that have also had pain in their life. So I do see that as a big positive. I really, really do. Um, it's something that, that I think will bring a whole new perspective on the way he leads. He's going to be, I think more, um, more consistent. I think he's going to be more empathetic to the American people and different things and, um, and, and what they're going through than maybe Trump would. Um, Trump style is, is very hardline. Hey, this is what it is. Bang, bang, bang. And, and away we go. 
Now, the problem here is not whether you like Trump or whether you like Biden. The problem that that's not, you know, the 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 country is split almost 50-50 right down down a half, which is no good by the way. That that's not a good thing. For so for anybody, you know, that that you know that thinks that that's good, they're they're wrong, okay? A country divided amongst itself is not a good thing. Um, there should always be a majority. There should always be. And and this whole thing, our country has been like this for a while, and that can lead to nothing good. Okay? So let's clear that up right away. But the question for today's podcast, okay, is, ironically, for whatever reason, I'm sure you could, some people will say, oh, it's Trump's leadership. Other people will say it's his staff. Other people will say, irregardless, I, I don't care. You can make up your own decision. But what I'm about to say is, you know, let's face it. Okay, Trump maybe hasn't kept all his promises, but the country has done pretty good for the four years that he's been the leader. Um, I mean, unemployment has been down. I mean, you can dispute it all you want, but the reality is the numbers do show that unemployment uh, has, you know, been down in four years that he's, you know, that he's been the president. Stock market has been really good. I mean, yeah, it's had its downs a few here and a few there, but that's okay. That's the stock market. But, you know, as a whole, it's been doing very well. Um, interest rates on homes, at, as many of you may know, I'm a real estate broker, and I can tell you that being able to sell someone a home where they're only going to pay less than 3% interest on their on their mortgage, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. You know, hey, God bless America. That's what I say, because you know, even when I when I got into the real estate business, interest rates were twelve percent, and people were still buying houses. And then they went down to ten, and people were still buying houses. So, so the fact that now, okay, we have interest rates that are right under three percent in most of the country—that's incredible. Um, the other thing, you know, gas prices, very very low. You know, re- relatively low. At least in Florida, they're under three dollars. I mean, we're paying two and some change. Uh, sometimes I've seen a dip like two twenty-five, two two fifteen for regular. I mean, we didn't see that. We didn't see that during you know the Bush era, and we didn't see that during Obama. Uh, so, so you know, hey, that's a great thing. So you know, that's that's all good. I mean, I mean, as a whole. I mean, yes, there's a lot of things that maybe could be better, like healthcare and things like that, that haven't been addressed in the four years that he's been there. But for the first four years he's been there, you know, he hasn't done a bad job, even with his crazy style, his twittering and all that, and and his speeches, which sometimes don't make sense. You know, for whatever reason, I'm going to say this, for whatever unknown reason, the country runs well. They like him. They the the country the the people the forces at B like him. So therefore, it runs. Now, then we have Biden. Again, I I am not. I'm not saying anything bad about Biden. I as a matter of fact, I think he's a great leader. I th- I thought he was a great vice president. Um, I have no issues with Biden whatsoever. My problem is the old saying, 
Is it better to have a devil you know than a devil you don't know? Because, yes, people, when I mention this to them about Trump and how every, the country's been running well, the first thing they throw at me is like, well, yeah, but, you know, the racism and, and this and, and the, the hate and the, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I know that. Yeah, I agree. Maybe President Trump should have measured his words a little better in a lot of different things. But, again, you can't pay your electric bill with warm and fuzzy. So, so let's say... So let's say that that the Democrats come in, Biden comes in, and of course he's followed by all the Democrats, the liberal uh, mentality. And let's say just to appease some of the liberal uh, men, you know, groups that, that supported him, he's passed certain laws to appease them. Okay, that's fine. Well, what about if the economy starts going down? Okay, so... The, you know, are we we're we're going to be in a country, yeah, that has oh yeah yeah we got you know we got better this and we got better that and we got better this, but more unemployment, stock market not doing well, or our four hundred one ks are going to crap, um, you know, so on and so forth. And what I'm getting at here is, it, it, is that the right choice? It, you know, it, it when when does when does character, professionalism, when does those things that Biden obviously has, okay, when does that take precedent over paying your bills? Like, when, 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 did, when does that become more important and you just say, hey, you know what? I don't give a shit if the country's run well under Trump. I want him out because I just... His beliefs and his way of being and his and his his uh, mentality and his unprofessionalism, all those things just it's just too much for me to handle. I I rather take my chances with Biden, which obviously a lot of people are doing. You know, there's a lot of Republicans. I I recently went on went on a web page of like all Republicans against Trump or something like that. I don't remember, but you know, I remember texting my friend that in in my 62 years of existence and and let's say and i've been voting since 18 years old so that what is that like you know 40 something years you know i have never seen anything like that a page of party people against someone in your party so much like the president so so at that point yes they've taken that step they've decided hey you know what where we can no longer support this person because of his unprofessionalism, because of whatever reasons they feel. And we're willing to take the chance on a president, on a potential president that does not share our beliefs, our core beliefs, because, you know, again, you have the Democrats have their own beliefs and the Republicans have their own beliefs that they do not have, you know, the conservative beliefs of Republicans. But these, this group of people, this, this group of Republicans has decided that, hey, we are not going to vote party. We're going to we're going to go across the line and we're going to vote Democrat, such as the McCain's, such as uh, Colin Powell, th- that that they have decided, especially Colin Powell, uh, uh, a staunch Republican. You know, they have decided 
we're not going to vote for Trump. We're not going to vote, you know, on our party. You know, we're going to vote for for Biden because of the fact that we feel he's the more the better of of the two. Not knowing what that choice may do to the economy, because Wall Street and and, you know, alert to everyone, surprise. And, you know, if you don't know this by now, Wall Street is all about how warm and fuzzy they feel inside. It's 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 about how well their analysts feel the economy is doing, how where they feel the economy is going. So if they get any idea or they feel, oh, my God, Biden is going to do this and Biden is going to do that and Biden's going to raise taxes over people over four hundred thousand dollars and Biden and they don't feel that warm and fuzzy feeling inside. Then guess what? They're going to stop trading. They're going to start hoarding their money. And that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. And then, you know, we we start looking at our 401ks and we start crying because, you know, we've lost all these thousands of dollars. You know, uh, uh, you know, of course, businesses, that whole that that whole, you know, uh, that whole thing of, you know, that, that the shit that rolls downhill kind of effect where, you know, you're like, well, businesses are like, oh, well, you know. Uh, my business is going to go down, so I made. A, let me start laying off some people right away, and it's and it may it, it it may not mean anything, you know. It it's all about how the powers that be that run the finances in this country, okay, feel about a certain president. It could be totally untrue. They could Biden could be the best thing that ever happened to the United States, but if they if the if the people that run these corporations and the people that runs Wall Street all and all those people don't feel good about them, then everything else is going to go to shit. You know, so because, again, you're you know, it's it's not you don't have to look far on the Internet to find out that this country is run by a certain top two percent. So and if those two percent or five percent, whatever it may be now, if they're unhappy, then. The rest of the country is unhappy. It's going to be unhappy. And, but, okay, we understand that. But at what point do you just say, you know, you, you stick your head outside the window and you say, you know, I've had enough. I can't take it anymore. You know, I'm, I'm willing to take the shot. I'm willing to take the chance because I just don't want to deal with President Trump anymore. At what point does that become the deciding factor? Uh, you know, that, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to vote for this person, even though he, he belongs to my party, even though because I've decided that I just can't deal with him anymore. You know, I, I don't like his style. I don't like his argumentative. I don't like this. Whatever reason you may not like Trump, you know, when... At that point, and a lot of those are conservatives, you know, conservatives that, that are moving over, taking that shot, and they're willing to take that gamble that the country may or may not, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the one that's saying, oh, you know, gloom and doom, you know, if Biden gets elected and the United States will go to shit, you know, I mean, no, I've never felt that. 
Uh, you know, we've had Democrat presidents, we've had Republican presidents, and guess what? This country has always been around, and this country will continue, okay? And, and that's just who we are. As an American myself, you know, because if you cut my veins, I bleed red, white, and blue. And, and I truly feel that it doesn't matter who ends up. Yes, we may go through some hard times if Biden is not well-liked, but or 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 the powers that be don't trust him but the country will survive we will get through this no matter who it is and as i mentioned to somebody previously a few weeks ago when they talked to me about this they said well ernie what are you going to do if if biden gets elected you know because they know they know i'm a republican so so and i was like dude I'm going to do what I've been doing since I was 18 years old. I'm going to rely on myself. I'm going to, you know, put my shoes on in the morning, strap my pants up, and go to work and do my thing. You know, I'm whether the interest rate is 10% or the interest rate is 3%, I'm going to be selling houses. I'm going to be doing what I do, going out there and, and hustling. So at the end of the day, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it because I believe in conservative values. But but you know what? For me, I'm, I'm just relying on myself. You know, do my thing. I'm going to do me. You know, so that's, that's my answer to it. But see, other people don't feel that way because other people will be like, well, hey, I may be laid off or I may be. And and. And let me, you know, there's certain certain things as as a business owner and, and, and as a as a previous business owner of, of a medium sized company, you know, I will tell you, yeah, certain things do affect business. Like so, you know, if um if if you if you tell people that you want to raise raise the minimum wage up to fifteen dollars, well, hey, that's good and, and it's great. Um and you think it's gonna have no impact, well you're wrong. Because business owners, there's there's only so much that business owners cost that can be passed on to the general public, to the consumer. So, so you know, because businesses, that's what they do. If if you haven't figured it out yet, or or you or you haven't gone to business school, or 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 you you know like you're just a regular guy that didn't doesn't know how business works. You know, that's how business works. You know, you know, we produce widgets and widgets cost us a certain amount of money. We market up to make a certain amount of profit and then we have operating costs. And part of the operating costs, okay, is what we pay our workers. So if I increase that cost, then that means that I have to increase the price of my widgets. And there's just so much that you can increase the price of something before the consumer will will just not buy it anymore. That's called market price. So so at at that point you know the business owner has no choice but reduce expenditure. Well, your greatest expenditure that any business has is cost of of your employee cost, labor. So now he may say, he or she may say, "Hey, I'm going to have to lay off this one guy here that I'm paying $15 an hour to uh for 40 hours because I just can't afford them anymore." So the, the fact that it, it's not going to happen, okay, don't don't think that it's not going to happen. It is going to happen. Now, is it going to be gloom and doom? Like, oh, 
um, you know, the world is going to end now uh, because of the fact that we're increasing the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. No, it's not. It, I mean, businesses are going to go on, and 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 that, and and it's and it's okay. But don't complain when you're used to paying some you know, x amount of dollars for something, and now it's more. That's part of the deal. You know, you you want to help the, your fellow man get a living wage, where you're just going to have to pay more for you know whatever tomatoes, uh, widgets, whatever it may be that you buy for your home. So, again, and and the same thing with I know, uh, being a gun person, I know that as soon as Biden gets elected, you know he's going to start restricting firearms. Well, hey, that's that's not my thing. You know, I I like shooting. I'm part of the Boy Scouts. You know, Boy Scouts like shooting. You know, that, that to me, it's 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 you know, I enjoy it. I I you know, I like target shooting. It's not that I go hunting or anything, but I enjoy it. So now he's going to start saying, "Well, you can't have this gun and you can't have that gun." And, and and so so again, these are certain things that, although, um, it you know, Biden is not a bad guy. I do know that because of the party that he is involved with that they're going to do institutionalize certain things. It's going to come around. Same thing like, like, you know, like, uh, institutional medicine, you know, government medicine. Hey, do I think it could be made to work? Yes. I do think that we could have, I mean, we already do. We already have government medicine in this country. People don't realize that, but we, we've been having it. It's called Medicare and Medicaid. We've had that for years, and guess what? It's it's still working. I mean, yeah, it has its drawbacks. You ask, go to any physician's office; they'll they'll tell you everything how they feel about Medicare and Medicaid. But guess what? They keep on taking it, right? So it's still working. So, so could they expand on Medicare and Medicaid? Of course they could, but you know, again, it's the pride of each party. Um, they all want to do their own thing. Um, Republicans want to do their thing and Democrats want to do their thing. And then they all criticize each other. Oh, no, you're going to ruin the country. And the other one says, oh, you're going to ruin the country. And then, you know, what they need to do is to get together and work for the country and not for themselves. That's basically so, because at the end of the day, we're hiring them. They're, you know, we don't owe them shit. If anything, the government owes us. You know, we they they respond to us. Not we respond to them. So, you know, they should be working for us and trying to figure out something that's good for everybody. Good for insurance companies, good for for businesses, good for the regular Joe. I have a great uh, health insurance policy through uh, an employer that I work for part-time. I don't want to lose that policy. Uh, so if Biden comes out and says, well, hey, we're now you have to take this government plan. You can't keep your personal insurance anymore because of whatever reason that's that's kind of kind of pissed me off because i'm one of those people that they always talk about i have a great insurance plan um, and my employer is more than happy to provide it on a part-time level which is crazy but they do it because they love their employees so why why should i exchange my great policy for a government policy and again these are things that that we all have to think about because yes, we all know, we all know, you know, what president Trump is all about. And, you know, I'm sure we've heard it 10 zillion times and, 
you know, and, and we know that Biden's a, a, a decent person, at least he seems like it, you know, and, but the thing is here is, comes down to the devil do you know or the devil you don't know. If you vote for Biden, okay, if you vote for Biden because you want, you want a better, you want less racism in the country and you want, you want better police relations and you want all those things that we all want, okay, because I want them too. But are you willing are you willing to take that, let's say, that he may probably improve and maybe social programs that he may be able to improve and help a lot of people, which I believe he would. Okay, are you willing to accept that? But on the other side, are you willing to take a, a bad economy? You know, it's, it's, you know, it's that scale again, you know, that, that, uh, that scale that, that you see the, the blind woman that has her blindfolded when you go into court. You know, that scale, that pendulum scale, whatever it's called, you know, where are, are you willing to give up something in order to get the other? And what and are you willing? Because, like I said, you can't pay your bills with less racism. You can't pay your bills with more professionalism. You can't pay your electric bill with free college for everybody. You can't do that. Now, I and, and don't get me wrong. I understand the benefits of all those things. I really, really do. I'm all for that. And I want to make that very, very clear. Because if there's anybody, I'm Hispanic. So if there's anybody that wants less racism in this country, it's me. And, and I want more opportunity for people. And I want, if, 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 it's, you know, if they can give one person, uh, reduced college costs and maybe give them opportunity, hey, that's good too. And, um, and I'm on the fence on that. But hey, you know, again, I'm for opportunity. And I'm for better relations. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the hate in this country. I really, really am. But again, we get back. You, I, I, I can't pay, pay my electric bill on that. With that. You know, so. Are we willing. To take the devil we don't know. That's that's the question. You know, so. And and it would be nice to know how many Trump followers have left Trump um, because of his unprofessionalism and other maybe other things that it's too long a list for me to talk about here. Um, and how many have voted for Trump because they they're they're like, hey, I can't vote for Biden because, um, you know, he's he's going to he may institute certain things that are going to affect my business. And therefore, it's going to affect my family. And then on the other side, we have people that are like, hey, you know what? I'm going for Biden. I don't care. I'll take my chances because I don't want the president that we've had for the last four years. So, you know, you have to determine who you are. Who, you know, which which person are you? I already know who I am. You know, and you have to look in the mirror and say, who are you? Um, you know, Biden is obviously a more professional person than, than than Mr. President Trump. I mean, at least professionalism and 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 being eloquent and and all that. I mean, we we all know that. I mean, nobody can dispute that. I guess, but 
like I said, it's all about, you know, with the economy, it's all about the warm and fuzzy feeling inside. You know, if they feel good about you, you know, if that small group, that country club, you know, if they feel good about you, hey, we like this guy, then, hey, they'll, the, the economy will blow up, you know. But if they don't feel good about you, if they think that you're going to jack up their corporations, then then that's when we start seeing the higher interest rates. Then that's when we start seeing the higher cost of the pump. Then that's when we start seeing layoffs and, and, um, and corporations just, you know, turning everything into cash because they don't know what the next four years is going to bring. And then, then we start seeing the problems. Um, I, for me, um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say who I voted for. Not right now. I may disclose that later on. Um, I may see who I voted for later. And I think you guys will be surprised. But um, it, it it essentially boiled down to those two things. It, it was like, hey, the devil I know or the devil I don't know. Am I willing to take a chance or am I not? Am I willing to, um, you know, deal? And, 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 and you know, and, and, I, and it's like I told somebody recently. You know, if if Bozo the Clown ran for president, Bozo the Clown, for those of you who don't know Bozo the Clown, as you look it up on the Internet. So Bozo the Clown ran for president and he did an awesome job, you know, and, and he was a clown and, you know, he wore his clown suit and uh, and and he, you know, and, and he was just a clown like everyone in the world said, hey, man, we cannot believe that the United States of America, you know, elected a clown you know a guy that has red hair and and white face you know and 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 the you know the big orange lips and and the white clown suit you know i can't believe that they did that but let's say bozo the clown was well liked and uh and you know the wall street liked him and the corporations liked him and and everything ran good on the bozo the clown and and at that point, but you were like, man, we got a clown for a president. You know, you know what? Well, would you reelect that clown? You know, would, would you would you elect a guy with with the, with the big horn, with the bicycle horn? You know, the one I'm talking about, the wah wah. You know, with with a, with a red ball nose. Would you reelect that person because of the fact that they're the country has done well under that person, even though. Even though Bozo the Clown with his with his bicycle horn wah, wah, and and the nose and the red nose and everything and the big clown feet is the most unprofessional president that we've ever had. W- would you would you vote continue voting this guy in, or because of the fact that the country runs well under Bozo the Clown, or would you take a chance with somebody else because you just can't deal with the clown mentality anymore? That's what we're uh, you know, and I, I mean I know that's a strong analogy, but. Uh, and it may, and it, and 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 I think it, it's a totally radical analogy because it really doesn't. I don't think either one of our presidents are clowns, um, irregardless of what President Trump does. I don't think he's a clown. I think he's he's a pretty intelligent guy. I I just don't like his style. But it it it, it the core issue here is when are we willing to give up? Um, you know, when are we willing to make a decision against? You know. For when are we willing to give up something for professionalism in office for for certain ideals that we all love in human beings? You know, 
when does that take precedent over money? That's that's a that's a very important thing. Someone mentioned that to me the other day. Somebody said to me, "Money isn't everything, Ernie." That's what they said. So, um, so that's that's what I'm putting out there today. Um, tomorrow's the election. I guess tomorrow we'll find out. Or no, not really, because we're not going to find out Jack because of the fact that that you know all the votes are saying now they're saying it may it may take up to a month before we find out who the president is. But I mean, we'll have an idea at least who won tomorrow, at least somewhat. It may it may change. You know, we you know it's going to be one of those nail biter elections. But um, I guess we'll see, and um, and I'll leave you with. Um, you know, something that is told to me every day by my wife, all we can do is pray. That's, um, um, all we can do. All we can do is pray that, that whoever gets in office is, uh, runs this country better or than what we have been doing or, you know, better than the existing person was doing either better than new the new guy runs it better or the old guy runs it better irregardless just pray and and hope that um that our country continues to do better and that that we don't that we do better with all the other problems that we have in this country um like hate and and prejudice and racism and everything else that we got going on and the the 50 you know the 50 50 split that we have in this country you know, so that's all we can do. Ladies and gentlemen, it was nice hanging with you. You've been listening to the Cool Ernie Podcast. My name is Ernie Fuentes. You can listen to the Cool Ernie Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher. Uh, you can even tell your uh, Amazon Alexa to listen to the Cool Ernie Podcast. So, uh, again, thank you very much. It was nice hanging with you. See ya.